before I start, wait, are you ready? Oh yeah, I'm ready. All right, hello everyone and welcome to the Neon hey, hey. Valley Media Club, right? NVMC. Yep, same yeah. acronym yeah. as it was before. That's why it's easy. Because I, <laughs> that's why I was like, dude, oh, we yeah. should make it Media Club because then I don't have to change anything. <laughs> it's still NVMC. It's the show where we suggest movies to each other that the other person hasn't seen. We, I wanted to almost call this They Haven't Seen. Like, I think that's a pretty good show name. Like, They Haven't Seen. But one of us always has. Is yeah. that the rule? Does one of us have to have seen it? Well, also, again, Mitchell, you're being very close-minded. They refers to a singular person nowadays. I need you God to keep up. It. I need you to keep up, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm legitimately sorry if that, that triggered anyone. Last week... I suggested to you Five Nights at Freddy's. And you did. We are actually starting a slightly new format here uh, mm -hmm. where we are going to be giving our initial ratings right at the beginning, like right at the get go. But the caveat well, is they could and probably will change by the end of the episode. We always end up convincing each other and swaying each other at least a point, I would say, in either yeah. direction. It's like our gut reaction, and I, I think with anything, right? You see something, you taste something once, you have a feeling <laughs> about it. And then you talk about it, and you discuss it, and you think more about it, and, and mm. you get insights from other people. It's kind of like you've ever had a... It's like a snack that you try, and the first bite, you're like, oh, man, that's pretty good. You have another bite, and you're like, you know what? That is that is good. But then you take the third bite, and you're like, ooh, do I want a whole bag of this? Now your entire opinion's changed. A snack that went from a 10 out of 10 now after the third bite it might be like a seven i also feel like that that analogy doesn't necessarily track because mm -hmm. no, in that instance you're going back to the same thing you're not but, you're not getting someone's yeah, yeah, opinion on you're, that but food. you're talking about oh okay I, well, I see what you're saying my my point was that you're <laughs> that you're just re, you're re you're revisiting it okay you okay gotta, all right we'll take I'll, I'll give it to you there we're gonna count down from three are you ready so for Five so Nights ready. at Freddy's, we give it a three, two, one, three out of Six. ten. Six? Yes. Wait, what did you give Willy's? What did you give Willy Wonderland? I think that was like a seven. Oh, my God. I mean, I don't, I don't think, think it was an eight. I mean, I agree with you. I think it actually might be worse than Willy's Wonderland upon the, my second watch. I'm going to be completely Which honest. Which is funny because you almost were saying, wow, is FNAF that much better? And and now it's like, no, apparently no. it wasn't. No, but because... probably not for the reasons that you think. No, and I'm going to be honest. It only is because of the rewatch. Uh, originally, I would have given this a four out of 10. That was my initial gut reaction going into this okay. before rewatching it. But having rewatched it, um, like, I'm not going to get into detail because we're going to talk about it more. For now, I'll just say that there was something about a rewatch that made me realize how slow and droning and boring and how much nothing happens in this movie. Uh, it's like it, it it's like it hypnotizes you into thinking something is happening the first time you watch it. And then the second time you're like, wow, but we'll get into it. We'll get into it. So what, what were your let's get into our normal kind of conversation here so we have our numbers we got a three and a six all right it's a, not too big of a span we both our numbers are very different as well so yeah. how'd you feel how what were your initial thoughts going into it so this is a little bit different than a lot of the movies we watch right because you and i have followed the lore of five nights at freddy's since we were in our first apartment together yeah we have context so it, it, yeah, it's it's not like with these movies, we're typically recommending something that the other person not only hasn't seen, but probably doesn't know very much of. But we're recommending a movie that that we're both familiar with the history of it. So really quick, I should make clear that we haven't really played many of the FNAF games, if not most of them. Uh, yeah, we watch a lot of YouTubers play them. Yes, and got really into the lore diving and I did play security breach got into lore that one the, the most recent one yeah and uh <laughs> it's trying to come up with a what would Matt Pat's followers be called the the Matt Horus. thoughts the the Matt thoughts the Horists so that's the that's the fourth sir that's the fourth light <laughs> on his circle 
Well, now it's fashion. Now it's just a whore theory. No, that's only the third one, isn't it? I think he still it's has food. a fourth slot. You know, it's games, cooking, movies. Oh, and you're fashion. right. You're right. Everyone but wanted that's him. That's just a theory. A theory, theory. Everyone wanted him to do music theory, and I'm glad he didn't. I hated that idea. Uh, it was also like it's really hard for me to do it when I can't play the song. True. On the and I was like that that would make it a really difficult. But also, music theory is a thing. Well, that's because that's I, I can't believe we're getting into this conversation. But you know what? It's Matt Pat. It's a FNAF video. Fuck it. Let's talk about this. I actually genuinely think it, I'm. It's interesting. Uh, yeah. My, my thing about that is like, what would it have been? Would it have been literally music theory where he? like breaks apart songs and shows how they use music theory to do this or would it be conspiracy theories based on songs like like if you play kiss backwards it says that's what know, i was worship the it devil. Was be. but then how far does that go beyond isn't that crazy when you listen to that <laughs> like, because I, most of those are are not and most of those would be him just debunking and i i think it again the good things about uh, the things that i've always liked about his channel is there's usually something to it. There's something really interesting. There, there's some parallels that you can make. And again, it, it is a theory, but sometimes these things do come to fruition. But something like that is more about, oh, this is interesting, but here's actually what's happening. Yeah, I will admit, you know, if I'm throwing any type of shade, I can always tell when a video of his recently is written by his writers and not him. Does that make sense? Like, oh, interesting. I feel like there's certain videos because he has a huge team now compared to like even what oh, three yeah. or four years ago. He's got like an insane well, big team. Actual partnered with a company that that helps do a lot of things behind the scenes now. Yeah, and it's almost like I can tell when his voice isn't in it. Like the most recent GTA video, I felt like he didn't write that or have any kind of like he didn't care. Because when has Matt Pat ever talked about Grand Theft Auto before ever? So it's not like he has passionate oh, about it or knows much about the lore so it was probably like written for him and that's fine i don't think that's a problem the man is like a millionaire and runs a company and like is really good at his job it's just that i can tell there's like a difference in voice i don't know mm. i might be wrong i might, maybe he's still at the helm of it entirely but uh is all that right, just maybe. a theory we've run this joke into the ground all right <clears throat> we should probably talk about the movie so what were your thoughts going into the movie so going into it what I was expecting, and I had heard a little bit about it's it's a little bit different than maybe like a direct correlation of the game. What I was hoping for was that it was going to be a straight horror movie, that it's going to be following somebody who's being attacked, who's desperately trying to and. And where I saw they they did a good job of like Mike Schmidt um you know they didn't really say his last name but that is the name of the guy in, in the first game vanny who is vanessa in the movie because uh vanny comes in the security breach game which are more recent games i thought it was interesting that they were adding people yeah real quick but don't they, they say his name they um, say mike schmidt and then he stops oh, he doesn't finish nobody saying it. nobody calls him like mr schmidt later or so i thought like the the doctor or not doctor like the teacher or something called him Schmidt. I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. Anyway, go ahead. But, but I was really shocked that, and the funny thing is the opening scene, I'm like, it feels like a Saw movie because he's in the chair, the mask is going to him. That happens twice. Might be the scariest thing about the movie, really. Yeah, my first note is the intro should have been the movie. Like that, that intro it, it with the security guard. Been, should have been it, it should have been somebody who's there overnight and the movie is just the course of the night the it's only thing i can imagine mitchell the title uh, is five nights at freddy's <laughs> it's not yeah, one no, night I'll, at freddy's okay. i'll give you that but it makes it dumb it felt, inherently it makes it like you have to explain why he keeps coming back when like you would assume josh josh hutcherson's character by like night three would just stop coming back and definitely not take his his little sister back. So the movie opens up with that security guard scene, which, fun fact, supposedly, this might just be rumors, that was supposed to be Markiplier. That was his cameo. Was being yeah, I have that heard that. First security the first guard. Security. But he got busy with the filming of Iron Lung, 
his new movie coming out based on another video game, horror video game, ironically. Uh, so he couldn't do it. And yeah, I, I actually like that opening scene. Like, yeah, I think it's dumb that this, like the mask, like why? What are the mechanics in those masks that like, is that to torture someone or is that mechanics that make the mask work? Do you know what I mean? Like that's, it's like, yeah, but it was also the part that there wasn't that much like, okay, compared to Willy's Wonderland, not nearly as much like horror shit. Like I think the most, because I mean, even the cupcake attacking the kid's face didn't feel scary. Chica no. biting. I think it was Chica that bit the girl's head off. It might Freddy. not have been Chica. I think it was Freddy. Freddy. Biting the chick's head off. I was like, ooh, okay, now we're getting good. Yeah, no, it and was like the top half of her body, right? Because, yeah, you only see it in the shadow, though. Um, yeah. But it's still effective because you kind of see, like, a blood. Like, even though it's a shadow, you can see the, like, in the shadow. But that was, like, as, as, like, intense as it got. And I don't know if part of it was they were trying to keep it friendly enough for kids to still be able to see. But it's... Yeah. They dropped it's a the ball. Violent. You're making me hate it more. They fucked it up. Willy's Wonderland was never going to be scary, and yet it tried so hard to be scary, and it was never going to work. Yeah, at least, at least it was violent for yeah, a horror movie. And it was violent. Movie. But FNAF, it has the the like the the fucking seeds. It has the roots of something that can be scary. These this kind of like. Chuck E. Cheese friendly. Ha, ha, it could have been like a Saw level movie, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it should have been an insanity movie, in my opinion. I think Josh Hutcherson's character should have gone insane. And you start to question whether or not the animatronics are even really alive. Like they start like, like those are the type of things. And again, I know you're going against the game, right? That might be the thing that pisses people off. But there's they already did that anyway. They're already going against the game on certain things so um, that that was the only thing that i it almost felt like and and maybe there is something more to the chair uh maybe there's something more in terms of oh the lord does tie in and it's just like a very very deep-rooted way but if that's the case it felt like they were so focused on tying the lore for multiple games into one movie that they forgot to make it scary because at yeah, no or point a good movie. did I, did I feel on edge, bro? At one point, the fucking animatronics are building a fort. Like they're all laying in a circle on the floor. They never, they've never done that in the game. And I get like the appeal of, Oh, they want to make the kid, you know, one of them, but, but they've it never, wasn't... but it's never implied. They have so many opportunities with her alone to do that but they never do they wait until the end of the movie everything they is wait until he gets gives them permission but they kill everyone else oh yeah oh that's right because they had to ask him we want your sister but it's like why whether you didn't ask anybody else and the whole like yeah i'm sorry I, I, we're skipping ahead a little bit um so because i but do it's also because not a lot happens other than conversation between people and it's acted well uh, josh hutcherson is great uh, no, the, acting was actually really well done, yeah. I felt. The daughter is great. The uh, Matthew Lillard, great. They're just not Shaggy. given anything. Like, my least favorite part... I'm sorry, I'm getting choked up thinking about it. My least favorite part in the first time I watched it and the second time now is that scene when Matthew Lillard reads his name and he's like, Mike, uh... Anyway, like, okay, so anybody who's listening to this and not watching, I did a little, <laughs> I, I did I a little charade. I did a little charade there, acting it out. And I'm not exaggerating. That's how long and drawn out this little moment he's supposed to have where you're supposed to go, ooh, does he know who he is? But they make it so fucking obvious. Like, and Matthew Lillard's a good actor. I know that oh, he can yeah, be he's a great actor. subtle. Yeah, he can be subtle. So, I can imagine a version of that where he's like, Mike, Sh yeah, no, I think we have a job for you. Absolutely. Because all this movie does is tell you who the bad guy is immediately. Unless you're five years old, it, there's not a twist. 
And, and it's also like... I'm sorry if you didn't see it coming, and I feel bad for saying that without asking you first if you do, if you saw it coming. Oh, but, no, no, no. I, 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 but I also... Before the movie released, I think MatPat did a video talking about how Matthew Lillard was casted, and he had a theory that he would be William Afton. Hmm. So but you again, kind of kept also, that in the back of your mind while either way. Yeah. Were, yeah. yeah. And again, that, that was the other portion, right? Going into this, I had watched theory videos on what this movie might be from MatPat prior. But again, even then, in, in the dream where the kid gets taken away and this guy sets him up with this job there, I was already like, oh, so that's that's definitely what's going on. Like, it, it again, it, yeah. it wasn't subtle. There were... And it's the way it's acted. It's actually, no, I'm sorry. It's not acted. I would like to make that 100% clear. It's directed. It's the direction that's the problem. Like, because I, you know, I'm not, because this might come off weird because there is a difference. I think the movie is shot pretty well. Like the director of cinematography and the director of photography did well. Oh, the lighting, everything. Like I felt like- the set designs. Nice. It was just a story. I Yeah. No, the directing is in the story. Yes, because- the actors, for example, uh, Matthew Lillard, again, when he's on the phone after Josh Hutcherson accepts the job, Mike, after he accepts it, he's on the phone and he says something along the lines of like, well, the reason he didn't get rid of it is because oh, he's a sentimental guy, I guess. And like this same exact cadence that I just said that in the same exact cadence. And that is so obviously like the the bad guy pretending to be the good guy and be coy. It's like theatrical. And the only thing that I can imagine happened here, because the, the, I don't have proof, but I have breadcrumbs that lead us to the truth, is that Scott Cawthon had a big hand in directing the actors, but this man is not a director and really shouldn't be and like he's a great game creator and a world builder and like i i love the guy it's great i don't have an issue but as a actor director he's not great because he was the one i don't know if you heard i don't know where i heard this it may have actually been matt pat himself i'm not sure but there was a scene uh they were filming when matt pat's there and he has to say his whole well that's just a theory Oh my God. And Scott Cawthon originally told MatPat to say it bigger. He was like, do it like your video. Do it like your video. And so MatPat, in the middle of a fucking diner, went, but that's just a theory. And everyone on set cringed. And Scott had to go, you know what? Uh, maybe do it. Maybe do it another way. I'm a little more subtle, and then we'll try to. Because I, I kind of liked his little cameo in it, and yeah, I liked cute. the theory thing, just, just because he's been such a, a part of the series at this point. And I felt like they could have definitely overused it, and it sounds like they dialed back from it. So I think it was, it was at the right point where any more of pushing it, it would have been much. But it, it was like yeah. again. Oh no! I just wanted to say that my point is, is that Scott Cawthon, if he wasn't stopped in other scenarios. You have like mm. Matthew Lillard with that scene. I feel like him being like, he probably had another take where he's like, well, why didn't the guy get rid of it? Uh, must be sentimental. I don't know. Like a little more subtle. I'm not a great actor. I'm not going to act like I can do it. Yeah. But more subtle. But then I'm sure Scott Cawthon was like, but you're the bad guy. So kind of like, you got to make it seem coy. That has to be the directing because Matthew Lillard would not do that. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Um <laughs> So we find out, too, that Mike's aunt wants to try to take Abby to the point where she has enlisted local thugs to help her. Oh, and it's God. the yeah. babysitter who watches Abby. And the babysitter's actually like, uh, Mike's actually a, a nice guy and, and doesn't want to... Yeah. She doesn't want to we actually find sabotage anything. him. Yeah. And then she gets to the point where like she's willing to... And it was funny because... Like, the lawyer's like, oh, I shouldn't be here. Oh, I really shouldn't be here. The best, Doug? Dude, I in my notes, I have Doug, 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 Doug. He's the best character of this movie, man. Yes, this doesn't make sense for a lawyer. His face, though, was really fun. Like, that actor's hilarious looking. Like, I don't mean to be mean, but he's doing it on purpose. He's meant to look like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. But other, other than that, it... Uh, and I'm sure 
there is a ton of stuff that people who are like super big FNAF theorizers are like, you guys are missing out on all these fucking things. But we're we're not judging this on its ability to maintain lore or tell the story of the lore. We're we're basing this on its ability to be a movie. Yeah, and not right? even just that, but even yo, hundred percent. And but even if we were to base it on the lore, I have problems with that too, because like. It's almost like, do they try to set up red herrings that don't follow through because of the things you know about the game? Okay, so for number one, the cupcake was never possessed in any of the games. The cupcake is just part of Chica's costume. The cupcake was never possessed. That's something they made up for this movie. I was uh, trying to remember if the cupcake ever... Does, does the cupcake attack in the game? Maybe the second or third game? But again, it was never a separate child. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Is that because the five oh, children... Oh, yeah, they never established that as a, a separate child. Yeah, because the five children were always Bonnie, Chica, Freddy, Foxy, and Golden Freddy. Five Freddy's for the cupcake attacks. Yeah, four. And again, I think it's it's not a separate child. I, maybe there's new lore now. I could be wrong. But but the original five had Golden Freddy as the fifth kid. He but has they don't a name. Have... It's Carl. Carl? Carl the cupcake? Oh. And and he has a gender. It's it's male, and his eye color is amber. Well, you've been calling him him the whole time, so I'd hope so. <laughs> I got something right finally. There you go, Jesus man. No, but but do you know what I mean? Where it's like they're already taking liberties with that. So it's like, how much do they actually care? So also, do you know the character Baby? Um, actually, she shows up. Yes. In the yep, her yeah, yeah, I saw I saw that right away. Why isn't that supposed? Oh, go ahead. Oh, wait, no, no, never mind, because I was like, isn't that supposed to be Vanny? But I was like, no, I don't think Vanny actually is baby in the no, games. No, Vanny is her own, like, rabbit, like, mascot thing. She's not even an, an animatronic. She's just Vanessa inside of the rabbit That's costume. right, yep. Um, but the thing that I didn't like is that it's almost like they purposely put things in to piss you off because you're looking at the wrong thing, I guess. Max, the girl who we were saying is hired to scope out josh's house i'm gonna call him josh yep. mike mike's house she has red hair and green eyes uh exactly like baby like even to the point oh, where it's right, fluffed yeah. out it's almost like they're making it seem like she should have been the one that becomes the one in the baby costume but that didn't make sense for the story that they're doing in the movie so they need like okay well abby should be in the baby costume and hey abby anagram for baby did you notice that yep. so it's oh, like yeah. oh it's just gonna become baby but uh, yeah i i i hated what they did with the story um the least helpful training video ever i did write that down because it's literally just her being like this is freddy fazbear's have a good one like it's not a training video <laughs> yeah i I love your reaction right now. Uh, oh, Vanessa's introduction is hilarious. Wait, so is she actually a cop? She is actually a cop, right? I think so. I almost thought that she was dead the whole time. Oh. And that's why she was always able to be where she needed to be. That's a better twist than this movie actually did. Um, But clearly that wasn't the case. Um, no, but again, she's another problem with this movie where in these type of movies... When you have a quirky, weird character like Vanessa or Afton. Wait, he's not even Afton. I forget what his name is, but he's like the... Well, he they the do call him Afton later but, but, on. But later, he has a fake name to start. Yeah. Yeah. Can't remember what it is. I think it was um, Cameron. Maybe. But those That's characters, right. those kind of quirky, weird characters, they need justifiable reasons for why they're weird beyond them being the villain. Because otherwise, you're just giving away the end. Like, they don't do a good job of explaining why it's possible that these characters could be acting weird otherwise. So all you're left with is going, well, she's involved somehow. Because the way she kept talking about the the animatronics, and then when she was like, isn't this just the best thing ever? Do you want to dance? Like, she's clearly, like, fucking insane and has something to do with this whole thing. And, like, obviously she's still, like, trying to help him a little bit, but, like, also is still tied to it. But, like, it's I also thought she was just super into him. Yeah. Yeah. Was it just a thing where she, like, gave up halfway because she's really into him or something? I don't know. Uh, also, Matthew Lillard's fake name in that movie is Steven. Or Steve, Steve. Raglan. 
Steve, that's right. Steve A. The dream sequences felt like something that could have been expanded upon and used really effectively. So, for example, I'm I'm putting I'm putting my writer's hat in the ring, okay? This is what I would have done, right? You you set up this thing where the dreams keep repeating, right? Uh burger, ketchup, drink, fall over. Well, you can't have a burger without ketchup, <laughs> the mom. Kid, plane, drives away. All they had to do was make it, especially for a horror movie, is make it more and more insane, right? So it's like the drink falls over, blood is pouring out of the soda, right? Okay, ketchup, it's blood all over the fucking burger. It cuts to the mom and the mom is screaming, can't have enough ketchup! cuts to the kid and he's carrying like a real life-sized plane like it can it's a dream you can make horror shit that makes you go like what the fuck is happening right now like because the way they were shooting it felt like they were going to do more with it they had these extreme close-ups of the soda and the extreme close-ups of the mom and that's it and it's like i'm waiting for for more and it literally just shows us the same dream sequence like eight times I i'm not exaggerating yeah. You had a loss for words. It's one of those, like, there's just so little to say about it because anything I, I feel like we're saying at this point is just like, I think there's plenty I think, to and say. Maybe, maybe the, the expectations were set so high with what the games were able to do. Well, here's the thing. There, there must be something to say because we're the outliers. This movie is loved. This is a, this is like, the way that I feel about the Mario movie is how you feel about this movie. Do you know what I mean? You're an outlier here. Like you, yeah. people love this movie. They, um, I'm just it, like, it wasn't a horror movie and it wasn't a comedy. It wasn't funny when it was trying it to be. Like they had a montage. Have you ever seen a montage in a horror movie? No, it's literally like baby's first horror movie. You know, like if you're a mom who wants to show your five-year-old a horror movie, but doesn't want them to be actually scared, you would show them this, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, like, I... and because they even they even have, like you said, they have the scene where the guys break in because they want to make Mike look bad, maybe make him lose his job, so he has to give up Abby to the aunt. With that whole backstory, which again, the ant is just like unrealistically evil. Like she doesn't know what art and imaginary friends are. Like her, her yeah, her she's like Cruella Deville level of just unrealistic evil. Like she literally says, like what sane person, what non mentally ill person draws pictures all day and is talking to their make believe friends? And it's like you mean a ten year old with imaginary friends? But yeah, but so geez. so her, I was like, seems very far out there for for a monthly check. It's like that. How much is that monthly check she's even getting? I don't think they're like million. Clearly, it's not enough for Mike to be able to pay the bills. So, oh, froze again. Oh, Wait, I also on. felt like the <laughs> motivation so was very. Be back. Hold on. Hold on. Looks like we're back. I'm just trying to figure out why that's happening. And I'll close Spotify just in case. Spoofy. Spoofy. Um, should be okay. All right. I'm sorry. Okay. Can ooh, did it just freeze again? No. Okay. We oh, did that last time. I just felt like the motivation for the ant was very. Very shaky. Again, how much money is she getting from checks when Mike isn't even able to pay the bills with it? Mike should have actually been a piece of shit. That's my opinion. Like, actually have an arc for this character? Like, make him like a drug addict at the beginning. Like, why not? Like, like yeah, make him a good person. Like, make him a good person. But make him someone who... Like, they try to establish that by having him beat the shit out of that guy... Randomly. But I kind of got it. I like I, I say he overreacted in it. But if you genuinely felt like a child was being kidnapped, 
and he, you're a security he, officer. I, I I don't think I, I would tackle him brother. into the mountain and mountain. Uh, but fountain his, and punch his him brother in the face. got his brother got kidnapped. That's the thing that makes it make sense. Of course, of course. exactly. So, but it, but again, it's like to your point. Other than that, he's the same guy. He's trying hard to take care of his his sister, which is all all good things. But it's like he starts here, and then he he just has this much room to grow. Because other than coming to the conclusion of, you know, I need to focus on you, you're the you're what's important because you're what's still here. He doesn't have too much development, but it's also because no. they didn't create a need for him to have development. And that is such a bullshit thing, because the only time that we are to understand that he does this is when he's sleeping. So he's saying that he's not there for her and he's not always in the past. But he's only doing this when he's sleeping. So, like, when he's awake during the day, he's there for her. He's trying to make money at his job. He's trying he's to get her to care eat. Of her. He's making breakfast for her. She's yes. happy. She's treated well. Well, like, she's she's not happy. That's part of the thing. But he's trying. He's trying to. Well, make she's her. happy. She's happy being with him. It's not like she she doesn't want to be with him, and he's trying to keep her from wanting to yeah. leave and, and go See, off. With it would have been a better twist if it's like he needs to convince her that he's a good person so he brings her to the five nights the freddy's place wouldn't that be a more that makes way more sense than her just being like i want to come with you like that just randomly one day she's like i'm coming it's like if he's a piece of shit and then has to convince her that he's a good person after some catastrophe happens and he's like hey well why don't you come to work with me tonight and you can play with the animatronics well i will Ooh. say this the reason why she ended up going was because the babysitter died because he didn't take her when she wanted to go. But no, but but she just randomly goes, I'm coming with you tonight. I'm saying the motivation for her to oh, go okay. could have been more beyond babysitter dead. She wants to go like th there's no character development. No, like that. None. Nobody has any character development at all in this movie. No one like they try to make it seem like Mike has a development of letting go of his brother's past. But the whole dream thing is such a flimsy thing to hold on to in that, that I don't know. And not just that, he he gets the the clarification he was looking for when he figures out who does it. So it's also like... True. It works It's out. also like he doesn't just learn that I need to accept and let things go. It's like, oh, well, now I figured it out. So now I don't have anything yeah. to worry about. The real allegory for that again like I, I i'm not a genius okay i'm just a person who understands how stories work that's it that's all you have to be what would have made more sense for that lesson to be learned is if something in the waking life when he's not sleeping if he actively chooses to not do the dream and then notices something in the actual like Fazbear location itself that reveals that that like guy's something Afton. that belonged to his brother or something, and yeah. then something of, of the guy that's Afton, yeah. Because then it's like this whole thing where it was right in front of you the whole time, but you were so focused on the past that you couldn't see it. Like it could have been something yeah. on the desk. What if it was like the plane? The plane could have been sitting on the desk, and then one day he finally looks at it and goes, Wait. And realize the, but the I've whole... been sleeping on this whole time. It's yeah, it's been right that just gave me chills. That just gave me chills, bro. That or even <laughs> if like the 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 toys, like the awards, the trophies you can get, are all things that he's taken from his victims. And yeah, he decides to stay uh, up one night and he's playing a vending machine or one of those claw machines. And inside the claw machine is the fucking plane. And it's like, whoa. Well, the night I decided to stay up because of my daughter or daughter because of, which is brought up where the vanessa's like i didn't know you oh, had a daughter yeah, she's like because <laughs> i don't there was two loose ends that I, I don't know if one is a loose end but one thing that just didn't make sense and then there's like a gaping loose end i don't know if maybe you caught something that explains gaping. it so at one point the animatronics somehow fucking spirit transport to his house and <laughs> they they <laughs> fuck up the ant and then they get into a taxi so here's the scene a taxi is randomly sitting outside their house the little girl gets into that taxi and the taxi driver goes where to little lady to like an eight to ten year old girl mm -hmm. i don't think taxis are supposed to do that the only thing i could rationalize 
is that he saw the per the 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 Freddy get into, but he looks shocked when Freddy actually gets into the car, mm-hmm. which yeah. tells me he didn't yeah. see anyone there. He thought he was just going to take this little ten-year-old girl in the middle of the night somewhere fucking random. Also, why is a taxi hanging out in a residential neighborhood in front of someone's house? Because he's a and- YouTuber, Mitchell, and they need cameos from YouTubers. Oh, that was a YouTuber? Apparently, yeah. Apparently, that's like a okay. FNAF YouTuber. They so that was the, the one thing where I'm like, it, it didn't make any sense. But like the biggest like thing they never, what, did they kill the ant? They never talk about the ant. I think, I, I, doesn't she say something like, she'll wake up tomorrow or something like that or i i i thought well, no, no, abby the, said the, something no no i think it's a kid that says don't worry she's just sleeping she'll oh, wake yeah, up yeah, tomorrow yeah, yeah. but the, but is that but true then, but they they never show her again and i'm assuming because they kill everybody else that they probably killed the ant but that never comes up that's a good point they they definitely killed that ant because they tried to kill her so why would they tell her the truth that they didn't kill the ant if they were attempting to kill her anyway. But then there's no mention of, oh, the ant died in your guys' house. Like, no, of course not. Of course not, Mitchell. I, You're really making this sound like a 6 out of 10, I'll tell you that much. You're really... Am I? Uh, I'll say this. I think I think you can definitively say that Wooly's Wonderland was better than this. I kind of... I don't know. I don't know. I... This is one of those weird scenarios where it doesn't make any sense, but it kind of breaks the laws of physics where upon first watch, if you've never watched either of these movies, right? You'll probably like FNAF more on your first watch because you're going to walk away from it going, yeah, that was a movie. And it was kind of good. The acting was good. The set designs, the... The music, the soundtrack is pretty good. It doesn't really fit to the horror theme, but... No. Sure, it it fits thematically because they force it down your fucking throat, but it's fine. Um, Yeah, I... I I kind of forgot the point I was making, so it must not have been a very good point. Uh, It's a bad movie. What was I saying? You were were comparing it to Willy's Wonderland, and you were saying it's a weird area. Yeah, I got so distracted by how bad FNAF is. But that's my point. Yeah, it's like you would ra- you would walk away from this one probably liking it a little more. But if you were to watch both of them again, you'd probably be like, well, Willy's Wonderland is just dumb, stupid fun that really is bad and just doesn't hold up really. But whatever, it knows what it is. And FNAF is just something that tries so hard to be something like monumental and like meaningful and modern and it just doesn't work at all so when you watch it again it's like a fucking nightmare i don't know i don't know i can't i can't say which one is better genuinely can't i think i gave them both a three i may have given willies a two i think you gave willies a two so i might have to budge this one down to a two but it's a three for now because it's shot better it's a movie that's the only thing i could say about it is that it's a movie I just wanted a horror movie at the end of the day. Uh, yeah. it, it was also something where when Golden Bonnie came out, I was like, oh, I bet that's William Afton. And so he's going to try to shock it, but it's not going to work because he's alive. And then like you literally pissed, the next you fucking off scene. So many. You mean Springtrap? Springtrap. Golden that, Bonnie. Yeah. Dude, this you just movie. got canceled, bro. Again. <laughs> I'm not yeah. having a great, great day. Because they also like... It's all, and again, they telepath, like, telepath everything. They they tell you they literally heavily telegraph. apply. Telegraph. They telegraph. That was like not telepath. They telegraph everything, mm-hmm. like right before it happens. And nothing happens where I was like, oh, no, it was just baby's like, first right. movie. Yo, it's literally it, it. It's like it teaches you how to. Uh, a- analyze movies. Do you know what I mean? It's like, in a way, it might be a good thing because for children who watch this, like, uh, for example, on TikTok, I, I fell into the FNAF fucking uh, algorithm for a little while and 
there was one video that had like 2.5 million likes, right? So that's likes. So God forbid how many views and shit it had on it. But it was the clip of them playing the song. Uh, Close your eyes when you fall asleep. Sleep. When you're next to me. And the... the Stupid song. The line Not was... Not stupid song, but from the movie. Yeah, the line was... Did anyone else notice that this song directly relates to the main character? It's because in his dreams, he's trying to find what he's looking for. And there's all these people like, bro, I thought the same thing, but I wasn't sure. And like, I'm all oh, like, oh, freaking out. And it's, it's baby's first movie. It's like, yes, you did it. You did it. You found a theme. Good job. <laughs> We're telling you the story of the movie and this song. Yeah, but that's a great song. Like you were saying, it is a good song. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's nothing about the song. It's just how it's used in the movie. It didn't even feel like Willy's Wonderland. At least they came up with their own fucking songs. Wait. Oh, did we even mention this? What song played at the end of Willy's Wonderland that I couldn't? Freebird. They played Freebird at the end of That's Willy's right. Wonderland. That That's shit right. was so funny. I'm sorry. That was the. But again, even that it. fit better than I felt like. Better, somehow. Because at least it's at the end of the movie. You already have the movie, the summary. This is just to to send you off. Yeah. This is like two thirds of the way through the movie of he's having nightmares and yeah. there's ghosts after his sister. Like that's literally what it felt like. It was, all right. I don't know. Uh, so it wraps up with they defeat Afton. Um, I, I guess I kind of liked how they they kind of connected to the game where this uh, spring trap suit uh, collapses on him, but he is alive at the end and gets locked behind the door. I just disappointed. I, I just yeah, I I was so excited for this movie. And yeah. I don't know, maybe I'll watch a MatPat video that it explains things that happened and I'll be like, oh, that's what was actually going on. But I I can't imagine what explanation that they could give that yeah. forgives the movie problems. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't deserve to be forgiven for lore. It's kind of like my thing I was joking with you about with like Willy's Wonderland. It's like, I don't care how much background stuff that you can insist upon that makes it better. It's like, well, I watched the movie. <laughs> I know what it is, you know, like, like movies like Donnie Darko, where when you watch them, they might not make 100% sense, but the movie is well-made. It is inherently a well-made movie. It's written well. It's fascinating to watch. It's a mystery almost at its core. So, like, even though it's not mystery-based. So, like, looking into things later is exciting because you're learning more about it and they make the movie more enjoyable to watch again. I hate it how movies nowadays use that as a crutch to be like, well, if the movie's not great, if people look into the lore, they'll realize why it is good. And it's like, no, that's not what Donnie Darko did. Donnie Darko was already a good movie that used the lore to make it a better experience afterwards. And yeah, some of these movies just... Southland Tales. They Southland Tales it, which is written by the same guy who did Donnie Darko. It's like he shot himself in the foot. Yep. Um, yeah, do you have anything else to, to say about this? I uh, If I'm going to nitpick anything about the story anymore, it's just that I don't really understand the, the drawing logic. Like, she had to that draw... That was never established no. for them to be able to understand and see when... Because because they make it clear that her her drawings are clearly like memories or like dreams that she has that are connected to these things that happen, but they're not prophetic. They're not things that like cause things to happen. You know, it's so never established that like that's the only way that the animatronics can communicate because she yeah. talks to them and tells them things and they're like, oh, yeah, OK, so she couldn't have just said it. No. They, they didn't hear him talking. They're and not be like, watching oh, what's happening right now. Yeah, exactly. Like, like the whole thing was unfolding in front of them. And it wasn't until she drew the picture of it that they realized like, 
No, it's right. it's absolutely insane. All right, yeah, no, I don't got much more to say. All right, final rating. Um, do we want to do a countdown or do we want to? Uh... Let's just do this naturally. We we clipped okay. the other one for TikTok. We're good. <laughs> this got changed for me. Oh, okay. It's a four. Mmm. Ooh, damn! A whole two points. It, it's because it, it's because this. I had I feel like it sets the expectation of a horror movie and it doesn't deliver on that. No, the loose ends like the fuck happened with the ant situations are are so telegraphed that there's no suspense. There's no point where you're like, oh, fuck. I know. Yeah, four. Yeah, it it's not scary. It's it's not even thought provoking. If it was going to lean more into being like a, a heady, lore heavy <coughs> kind of thing, that's fine. But it didn't. Um, it tried to, didn't. It's messy. I think my theory <laughs> is that they weren't sure if they would make enough money for a sequel. So Scott wanted to put everything from the series that he could into this one movie just in case it became the only movie that's in the FNAF realm, right? You know what I mean? Because Scott's the type of guy where he doesn't like leaving loose threads. He's literally made yep. entire video games just to tie up loose ends. It's what like, I've liked about it, but yeah. it, it didn't work for the movie. No, because in this movie, he clearly was like, hey, just in case this is only one movie, we need to put everything as possible in here. But if there's a sequel, we leave that open-ended as well because, you know, we have that little moment where Abby's like, can I see my friends? And Josh Hutcherson is like, well, you never know what might happen. No. No, you cannot see your ghost friends that murdered our aunt. No. <laughs> Move on. Uh, yeah, okay. Three out of ten. Two out of ten. Two out of ten. Yeah, I'm I'm bumping it down. It's the same as Willie's. Yeah. I'm putting it at the same as Willie's. Two out of ten. It's it's. I feel I can't believe it. Actually, started as a four. When I left this movie originally the first time, I was like four out of ten. It's not it's not terrible, but it's not great. It's okay. Now, I'm just kind of like it's a disservice to the fans. It's a disservice to horror movies. It's a disservice to. To your cow. movies, yeah, Dasano on my cow, Dasano on you, yeah. I, uh, well, that was quite an adventure, man. Um, we're on to our next suggestion, I believe. So we this are, is your and turn. I'm, I'm actually on a 50 50 split between two movies, and the reason why okay. is you've let me know before that sometimes having things spoiled can incite inspiration to be more curious about things. Yeah. But I don't know. You know what? Fuck it. You made me watch this movie. Tyler, you're going to watch I didn't think it was that Naruto bad when I first saw it. Oh, no. To Boruto Generations, the movie. Oh, God. Now, spoilers for anybody who watches Naruto. This movie takes place after the entire Naruto series and is kind of like the first thing that, that was really meant for the Boruto series. So Tyler, Naruto Boruto Next Generations. Okay. And maybe, just maybe, you'll be like, well, hold on. This is so good. That now I have to watch the series. Now I have to invest 400 hours in my life. Is it likely? No. But is it possible? Well, that's just a theory. God damn it, dude. I... I'm going to be so confused. I'm going to... I'm going to be so confused. Okay. Yeah. All right. You realize what you're doing, though, right? There's another facet to this. Are you ready to hear me give a Naruto movie a 3 out of 10 if I don't understand it? <laughs> You're not. It's a good movie. 
Okay. All right. All right. It, it, all right. So we're gonna we're testing this. Is Naruto versus Boruto the <laughs> the next generation? I know that's not what it's called. The next generation hold up on its own. I guess we're actually learning. You know, that's, this, that's the other this thing. Could be an right? Experiment. Is, yeah. Is is this movie able to hold up? Because there's other movies that that would happen in the Naruto series that are also not necessarily canon. So you could look at them at their own movie. But I think because the idea of this movie, and it's the only kind of insight, I'm not going to talk about the movie itself. This movie is to set up and explain what happens for the next generation. So there's a lot less involved for the whole initial series. So mm. yeah, we're going to see how that movie holds up for somebody who has not seen the the series yeah to i be think, fair, I think I that's actually you, gonna be interesting i made you watch puss in boots too you never saw the first one so that's true made you dive uh, in yeah it. well you've yeah. already made me watch the house of the dead at the end of the street two what the fuck was that movie called dude the dead the, the dead of the house at the end of the left of the road of the boulevard prozac Oh, that's a whole other kind of movie, though. That but is a real life one. ghost hunting movie. But I had no context. <laughs> All right. No, and no I think context, I gave that though. movie a two out of 10, too, if I'm being honest. All right. Okay, guys. Well, there you go. If you don't want to be spoiled for Naruto and Boruto, Boruto Generations, it's just, just Naruto Boruto Generations. That's not confusing not at all. No, it's. <laughs> It's Borto colon Naruto Next Generations. I got it. I got it confused. Okay, I still thought there were two colons for a second. All right, that's fine. Oh, uh, yeah. If you don't want to be spoiled for that, make sure to watch it before next week's episode, uh, where we'll talk Ooh. about it. And I dodged a bullet today. I haven't watched another episode of Takashi Kashi at all, brother. And you haven't said a single thing. So it was halfway through this episode. I had realized. Watch it.